0: You know what we need? I mean, besides bread. We need a woman who appreciate what we have to offer. Freddie Schulte loves to cut class. Hates to do homework. Lives for summer vacation. Look, Freddie, you're a semi-charming guy and a real snappy dresser. You're just not the kind of guy I date anymore. Yeah, what kind of guy are you dating now? Wear socks. and the only reason he hasn't been expelled yet is because he's the gym teacher Oh, Mr. Shoup at Oceanfront High Congratulations You've been chosen to teach summer school Oh, no, I'm not a real teacher That's alright, these aren't real students They're unmotivated, irresponsible, not too bright They'll relate to you You in this class, too? Mm-mm. I'm teaching them. No. no way! Right off the bat, you show them who's in charge hmm? Please take your seats where should we take him? Who is in charge? I recommend this time a pass. You're gonna do well, Jerome. I can feel it. I've seen some of your students. Very scary. Ooh, 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 ooh. There's a very valid reason for summer vacation. The human brain needs rest. I know you guys aren't exactly fired up about English, but we're stuck here. We're trapped like rats. tension breaker had to be done. Mark Harmon. You need an intelligent, sensitive man who can skate. Kirstie Allen. Do you know such a guy? Oh, they're hard to find. In the Oceanfront High Summer School Class of 87. As smart as you and me. You and I. All of us. Paramount Pictures presents a new film by Carl Reinhardt, Summer Mm -hmm. School. I love this film. It had spirit dave i agree with you thumbs up from me save here to sum it up i'm jane i am dave we'll see you at the movies welcome to e-society podcast yo yo what's up everybody nez back e-society podcast Summer Flick series continues. Tonight I am coming at you with the 1987 Carl Reiner classic Summer School. Yeah, this film was awesome. It was um rated PG-13 comedy teens. Well, In the movie, they're teens, but we all know that they're probably in their 20s (laughs) and everything. But, yeah, I saw this one, I think, when it started doing its HBO run. I didn't see it uh, when it was in the theater. But this stars the Coors Man. I think he's on one of those cop shows, NCIS or whatever. I I don't know. I don't watch those shows, but... Yeah, Mark Harmon, I just remember him as the Coors guy, for those of you that remember him in those Coors commercials. And we also got the late and great Kirstie Alley, rest in peace. Uh, Robin Thomas, well, hold on, let me go back. Mark Harmon is Freddie Shoup. Kirstie Alley is Miss Robin Elizabeth Bishop. Did they say her middle name in the movie? I don't remember. (laughs) Robin Thomas is uh, Vice Principal a uh, Gills, a Patrick, ooh, Labior, I, I don't know. I just remember him in um, Little House on the Prairie. He played uh, Kevin Winchester. We got a Courtney Throne-Smith as Pam House, a Dean Cameron as Francis Chainsaw Grimp, Gary Ryler as Dave Frazier. I remember him as Eyeball and um, Carl Reiner, or Rob Reiner's, um, <laughs> Uh, Stand By Me. Uh, Kelly Jo Minter. Denise Green. In the 80s, man, she was everywhere. In all kinds of movies. She an all-star. Uh, Ken Oldland as Larry. Uh, the beautiful Shawnee Smith. Also, she an all-star as well. She's been in a ton of things in the 80s. And we all know her from the Saw series and everything else she's done. There was a movie she did. Um... I guess it was in the 80s. I think it was a TV movie. I remember Dick Van Dyke was in it. And she... Her and her friend, they did something. I can't remember what they did. They got in trouble and they went... uh, Not jail. uh, Or uh, not prison. I think it was... Had to have been jail. But uh, wherever it was, they went in there and... I guess she slept with one of the guards and all hell broke loose. I remember Dick Van Dyke was the judge and he was an asshole to her. I think this is a film came out in 1988. I saw what you did. Yeah, this is it. A group of pranksters, a group of pranksters unintentionally gets the attention of a serial killer who soon starts. Wait, 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 wait. Is that the movie? Uh, no wrong movie everyone I, I need this sounds good I need to see this um I thought that was her I know that Shawnee Smith that wasn't uh that looks like the gal that was in it with her um again a lot of you guys know her from the Saw films um damn, what was that movie called If you guys saw The Blob, the remake, 1988 remake, that was awesome. I remember her in Who's Harry Crumb as well. Um, Iron Eagle, uh, way better than uh, Dumbass Top Gun. I think this is it. Um, Is this the movie? No, this ain't it. I'm getting off on a tangent, everyone. But for those of you that do know me, I'm not gonna be able to sleep until I remember what this movie was called. As she did, but anyway, I remember she ended up sleeping with one of the the guards, and then she got in trouble. I think they let her friend go, but then since she did the stuff with the with the uh, the. the a jail guard, sheriff, or whatever she got. Uh, she got busted, and I think she had to stay longer. This might be it. <laughs> I think it's called. Uh, yeah, Crime of Innocence. I just remember Andy Griffith was uh, the judge in it. What was the other gal's name? It was in a uh, Tammy Lauren. I've always liked her. She's been in a ton of things. Uh, okay. I don't know if it's streaming anymore. It might be on YouTube. Uh, Crime of Innocence: A family seeks justice after their daughter is assaulted in jail, and the law does nothing to protect her. Yeah, she ended up the. Well, I think the 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 guards like came onto her and basically had no choice, so she had to have sex with them, and then she got in trouble because the uh, they found out, and all hell broke loose. That's all I remember of the film. I don't remember if she got out of jail or anything, but anyway, uh, where was I? <laughs> Sorry, went off on that little tangent on her. Uh, who was the other people in the? Oh a F- Fabina Udino, I think that's her, her name. She was, um, I think she was a lot of vagina in uh, Austin Powers in the first movie. She played uh, Anna Maria, and who else? There's some other people in this film. The main focus was Mark Harmon, Kirstie Alley, and all the kids that were in the class. But, yeah, awesome film. Let me see. Summer School. Apathetic gym teacher, Freddie Shoup, Mark Harmon, is ready to take the summer off in Hawaii. But he's forced to either teach summer school English or risk losing his tenure. He didn't even have tenure yet. He was i will get to that. Uh, Now he's stuck teaching a group of unmotivated students as disappointed to be stuck in school over the summer as he is. But with the help of a friendly history teacher, Shoop is at least learning how to act part of a supportive mentor and perhaps even learning something about himself as well. Okay. This came out in the summer, July 22nd, 1987. Uh, music by Danny Elfin. If you're familiar with his music, you can clearly, clearly uh, see. But, yeah, this film was awesome. I mean, the ones that stood out, the two students that stood out the most in this film was Dave and Chainsaw. Uh, Dean Cameron and Gary Riley. Those two were just awesome. For those of you that do remember Dean Cameron, he played Jeff Spicoli in the TV series uh short-lived series um fast times at ridgemont high he he's done a ton of things but those are really i mean other than this film uh summer school and i I remember him from uh, fast times at ridgemont high he did a bunch of other things but those those are the only ones that really um stand out to me Okay, Fast Times, another little quick side thing. That came out in 1986. This was a TV series. It was just called Fast Times. And he played Jeff Spicoli, and his hair was terrible. Um, He was all right. I mean, I I, I liked his character in it. Uh, what, Courtney Thorne smith was also uh, in that as well. Damn, Patrick Dempsey was in this? I don't even remember him. The ones from the movie, uh, Vincent Chiavelli, I think that's his name. He played Mr. Vargas. He was in the movie and, uh, Ray Walson as a Mr. Hand. He was in it as well, uh, in the movies. But yeah, I remember the show. I remember it was on CBS and I remember watching it, but it just didn't, didn't hit it. It only hit, uh, seven episodes for those of you that do remember that show, for you, oh geez, uh, that grew up watching, uh, 80s television sitcoms. It was one. It was it was cool. I watched it every week, but I didn't I knew it didn't last very long because everybody just really didn't care much for it. Uh but Dean Cameron, he he's done a lot of things. I, I know he did he did some directing and popped up in a bunch of other things. But those two, Dave and Chainsaw, were the two standout guys in this film. And Mark Harmon at the at the time, I mean he's still big, he's still a big actor, man, because of the the show that he's doing, but back then in the eighties, he was um he was on the come up. He did a bunch of uh, TV shows. I know he did some movies as well. There was another movie. I want to say uh, Sean Connery was in it. Was it The Presidio? I some of you are probably screaming at me. I, I'm I'm picturing the. The poster and I see Mark Harmon and I see my internet slow everyone, and I see uh Sean Carnery uh rest in peace, and I'm pretty sure it was called a Presidio. I never saw the movie and i i would probably watch it now if I can maybe it's streaming on something, but i'd like I said, I remember him as the chorus guy in the chorus commercials. he was like fly fishing and talking about the beer. I don't ever remember actually him I guess he had to have been holding the beer. While he was fishing, I don't remember. But anyway, he's done all kinds of things. But he was pretty big. Like he's still big now. I'm not saying he's not. I don't know if that show's still going on. But by then, this time, he was the the heartthrob. He was probably one of the when People Magazine did the sexiest men on TV or whatever. I'm sure he was. He was one of them. I never disliked Mark Harmon. I always thought when I seen him pop up in things. Um, this is probably my favorite thing that he's done. Like I said, he's done a ton of other things. But, um, yeah, Mr. Shoop, summer's here. He's just trying to get his vacation on. Just the, the the clock is ticking down. He's ready to get the hell out of there. He's a gym teacher. Um, uh, Carl Reiner, he played uh, Mr. Somebody. I can't remember. He was um, one of the teachers. He was supposed to be. He was the English teacher. He was supposed to teach summer class but we see him he's uh playing the lottery with the scratchers i mean back in the in the 80s that when the scratchers first came out um i remember it was the california lottery Uh, i don't i just remember in california i don't remember if i'm sure it was everywhere else but i remember when those came out it was really big everybody went nuts buying them i mean people still buy them today i haven't bought one in years um but if I ever I think they were a dollar or two dollars, I can't remember when they first started doing it here in California. But I do remember giving my money to like my dad or whoever to go buy me some. I, th- I think the most I won was like 10 bucks or something like that. But anyway, Carl Reiner, he's uh, in his classroom scratching away. He ends up winning uh, $50,000 and he runs into the principal's office or wherever in the office is like, ah, I'm out of here. I just want some money. I'm out. I'm not. I'm not teaching summer school. F you, guy. He doesn't say that, but basically, I'm out. And then um, the principal or the vice principal, uh, pre, uh, vice principal Gills, he comes running out. Why you can't? You're supposed to teach uh, summer school. He goes, not to, not this year. I'm out. And he's like, you're gonna sell, uh, sell us out for fifty thousand dollars? He goes, you damn right. And then he runs out of there. So now principal, or vice principal needs to go find someone to. Uh, teach English for the summer so he's running to the parking lot from car to car trying to get everyone everyone's like hell no hell no and all taking off and here Mr. Shoop and his girlfriend I think her name was Tina or something I can't remember her name she uh, what was her name I don't, I don't think it was Tina I think it was something it got nothing to do with the movie but with I'm gonna not be able to sleep until I just watched this movie <laughs> I She's blonde, I remember that. But anyway, so he's he's trying to um get get the hell out of there. And then she came with all their luggage and everything. I don't, don't try to explain movies. It, it was stupid, but I'm like, "Wow, here I'm thinking and watching it now like, why the hell did you bring all your your bags to school?" I mean, you could have just jumped in your car and bailed out of there because when we go to the parking lot, he is trying to load all his luggage into into his car and his girlfriend's standing there. And I'm like, she could have just picked you up and then you guys could have just took off because they were going. Her name was Kim uh, Amy Stotch. I think that's her name. They were going. They were going to Hawaii. So. He's trying to hurry up and load. He turns around. He sees the vice principal running around, asking everybody for. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, trying to get someone to do it, and then he goes, "Mr. Shoop." He comes running over, and he's like, "All right." And he goes, "Hey, you're gonna, you're gonna teach English." And he goes, "No, man, we're about to take off for, for Hawaii." And he goes, um, "If I'm right, um, you're uh, you're up for tenure," and. If you want to, I, he he goes, and I'm the one that needs to help write you a record of letter of recommendation or something. And he goes, if you need that, and he goes, I, I'm your guy. And he's like, are you black man, blackmailing me? And he's like, you're damn straight. So he's like, Ugh. so he tells his girlfriend, well, um, if you love me, you won't go. She goes, well, I love you, but I am going. So she ends up just taking off and Takes her plane ticket from him and then goes to Hawaii. So he's like, uh. Uh-huh. And all there's a montage, as well as him trying to find a teacher, there's a montage of all the kids that are getting their letters saying that you need to go to summer school and everybody's flipping out. So, uh, first day of summer school, Shoop shows up and he meets uh, Kirstie Alley's character, uh, Miss Bishop. So he's kind of flirting around with her and then he's like, eh, okay, whatever. She don't, She don't want nothing to do with him. So he goes into his class. Uh, everybody's in there. The class is full. And uh, he comes walking in. And Chainsaw and Dave are like, oh, she, Mr. shoe He goes, you're a teacher. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, hell, yeah. Party. And then he's kind of like, all right, all right, guys. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But come on, let's just sit down and do it. But then one guy gets up and like, I, I got to go to the bathroom. And he gets up and gets the... Uh, the hall pass and then disappears that gentleman is another guy that's been in a ton of things his name is Dwayne Davis um is that yeah that's him okay he I think he played Buster Douglas in one of those Mike Tyson movies I think if I can remember I I do remember him in um what was it uh Was it John Carpenter's? Yeah, he was in Ghost of Mars. He was in uh, some TV shows and one of those Seagal movies. I I can't remember which one he was in, but he didn't. I guess he was in Nightmare on Elm Street 4. I don't don't remember him in that. He was in SWAT? I don't remember that either. (laughs) I'm just kind of going down his... um, his filmography. But, yeah, he's one of those guys that's like, if you see him, you've seen him in a ton of things. He an all-star. Then, anyway, he kind of goes up. I need to go to the bathroom. And they're like, uh, well, here, here's the hall pass. And then he bounces out. Then a lot of other kids are like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom, too. And then everyone just gets up and starts leaving his class. Because uh, they all know Mr. Shoop is the cool teacher of the school and basically the pushover. So he's like, no, no, where are you guys going? If you guys are all leaving, uh, no, I, I'm not going to mark you guys absent or whatever. So nobody cares. And then this is when all the shenanigans start with Dave and Chainsaw. So pretty much the rest of the film, it's him trying to uh, just do his job so he can get tenure and just not have to worry about uh, finding another job. So, but along the way, there's a lot of just, um, well, in the beginning, He's kind of like, all right, well, I don't really know what we're doing, so let's uh, let's just go hang out at the library. And then Dave and Chainsaw and all those guys are talking around with him. And then he's like, I wonder if we can just go on some field trips or something. So they're like, yeah. And he goes, well, I'll get some uh, permission slips. And then Chainsaw pulls out all he, – he's got all kinds of permission slips in his in his bag, in his backpack. And he go, here, here. So he starts passing them out. And he's like, okay, everyone uh, – get them signed by your parents and turn them in tomorrow and we'll figure something out while everyone's getting there, writing their names down and signing their parents' names. And then they all just turn it in. And they're like, "Uh, well, okay, well, we'll figure something out. So the next montage is them going on field trips. They go to like um, a Malibu Grand Prix, for those of you that even remember Malibu, uh, where you can race race those little cars and everything. They go there. They go to a petting zoo. They go to... um, Uh, Some amusement park, which was probably like Magic Mountain or something like that. And they're riding roller coasters and everything. So they're just having a good time going uh, to all these places. Uh, The one, the scene that's funny. um, I thought this movie was PG. uh, But it's PG-13. So I guess you can push the envelope. But uh, back in, in the good old 80s, I mean, they the ratings board was kind of just, they just goosey loosey and they let a lot of things go because (laughs) this scene, when they go to the petting zoo and everyone's just having a good time. And what's that one guy's name? I don't think I said his name. He played. Okay. uh, Richard Steven Horowitz. He played Alan Eakman. He was the little, the nerd guy. They called him Eaker. Um, He's like just allergic. He's picking up animals or whatever, and sneezing and sneezing and all that. And he was the one when they were riding the roller coaster. He got off and threw up all over the place. They don't show it. Just sticks his head uh, in the garbage. But then when they're when they're at the um, the petting zoo, uh, Dave. Oh, let me go back really quick. The, the foreign exchange student, uh, Anna Maria. She uh, shows up, and I guess she's just. Uh, i don't i don't get why she's there but she's just i guess you need the 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 sexy uh, quote teen in in this none of them are teenagers everyone there's some other things i want to go into especially a lot of movies in the 80s um uh she's like i guess she's just a foreign exchange student and i guess you wanted to get her to know everyone before regular school so i don't know because um, she doesn't really need to be there because uh, these these guys are all there so they can take that test at the end of the summer to bring their grades up. Whatever, some kind of basic scholastic test or something. I can't remember what they called it. Um, I guess that they would say it here. Let me see. I don't remember. It was remedial English. I remember that. So... I guess the, whatever the test was. I think it was just basic um, t- test for uh, for the school. Anyway, so the, anyway, so she's there, and uh, Dave and Chainsaw take uh, like whoa whoa. I mean, she's a beautiful young woman, um, older woman now, but she's beautiful back. She's still beautiful now. Beautiful back then. Probably eighty six when they filmed this. So they're like really just <laughs> just trying to uh, impress her and everything with, with all their craziness that they do so but we're, we're chainsaw and dave are like me they're deep into horror films and everything they were talking to her telling talking to her about um texas chainsaw massacre they said that's like the greatest uh film ever made and she'd never seen it so um they were like uh well they they did special effects so when they were at the petting zoo she's holding his cute little white fuzzy bunny and they come running out of the uh the 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 bunny pen And they're screaming and yelling. This the the clip I just played. <laughs> it's all. If you haven't seen this movie, um, I know it's streaming on. If you got YouTube Premium, it's streaming on there. Uh, it might be streaming somewhere else on Amazon or whatever. But anyway, they come running out. Ah, bunnies from hell! And they like they have the little stuffed bunnies and they're holding it on their face. Look up if you haven't seen this film and you're and you're listening to this. Look it up. Um, <laughs> On YouTube, and when they're pulling the bunnies away, it's like they're pulling the skin off their faces and blood's their faces are all bloody and their skin's all ripped up. And they ah, they fall on the ground, and start spazzing out, and everybody starts screaming. And uh, Anna Maria likes just puts the bunny down, and they, they get up, and everyone starts laughing and clapping. And she goes over, Oh, it's a lie, and he goes, No, this is we did this in your honor, and she ends up liking it so they're, they're trying to impress her throughout the whole movie so uh they get in trouble Shoop gets in trouble because Eker's grandma um goes to goes to the principal or to the vice principal and goes look is your idea of education uh, uh taking your taking your students to uh, throw up rides and uh, barnyard animals and, and all this because she goes, he came home and he was sneezing, he had go air all over him, uh, and everything. So she kind of just basically ruined uh, all their fun. But they did go on all those cool little uh, field trips before they got uh, busted. So he, he kind of just told him, Look, you can't take these kids anywhere, you gotta teach him everything. So I was like, uh, so so they're stuck in the class, and he's basically telling him, Look, man, we can't go anymore. We, uh, gills pulled a plug on all our trips so but we really need to do some some english and then they're all the kids are kind of like well uh, if you want us to do that what do you what are you going to do for us uh so they basically like all right well we'll learn if you give us all one wish so basically they're like okay so they kind of went around the room uh one guy he needed the um uh what's his name uh, Kevin, he he's a, he got kicked off the football team because his grades were no good. He goes, I need someone to help me practice in case I get back on the team. Um, who was it? Denise. Uh, she needed a uh, teacher, someone to teach her how to drive so she can pass her driver's test. Uh, uh, Shawnee Smith, her name was Rhonda. She's pregnant. She's a pregnant teen. She needed someone to help her do her Lamaze class. Um... And Dave and Chainsaw, they like we want to have a screening of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And uh, Dave was like, "Okay, we wanna, we want, we want to have a party on Fourth of July, and we need this and that." And uh, the guy uh, Larry, there's Larry. That he he every day, every time they show him, he's like sleeping on all the field trips. He was sleeping somewhere, and just always asleep every time we saw him in the film and he's like i just, he wanted a little cot or a bed to sleep on so cuz every time he he got to school every day but he just slept and they kind of just left him alone so he's like all right so you guys you guys all agree uh to these uh, if you agree with these our terms we'll we'll sit here and we'll we'll listen and we'll learn and we'll come to class so he's like all right cool so Everyone's like, "All right, well, teach." So he's like, Oh, okay." He doesn't really know what to do, so he kind of asks Kirstie Alley if he can, uh, she can help him. And he's like, "All right." But, and this all this time, we do find out that she is seeing uh, the vice principal, but Shoop is still trying to throw his game at her, and she just she laughs. She ain't really having it, but she's just kind of giggling around at him. So the rest of uh, the of this school year, we see them learning. And then we see them having, there's a montage of, of uh, Shoop doing all the things that uh, he was supposed to do with the, for these kids the, the Lamaz teacher, the, let me teach you to drive and, and all that. So he's kind of helping all these kids and everything. Dave and Chainsaw are basically just taking advantage of Shoop. Um, and they do have a screening of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the classroom. Uh, and everything, which is cool. I don't know where they got a print from, especially back then. <laughs> and I don't know how long uh, the class, I assume this they, this was the only class they were taken. So maybe it was uh, all day uh, English class. I don't know. But when I went to summer school, I remember taking a few classes and it was just like regular school. I went to summer school like a lot. I'm glad I did because it did end up helping me in the end to graduate. And I like barely graduated. Uh, from high school but it, all those years of going to summer school even when i didn't need to i went to summer school just to do something because i was like i can sit at home and do nothing or go hang out with friends and make new friends uh, I, I went to a bunch of different summer school never the same ones every each year but I, I had a good time every time and all the credits that i built up of that rolled over into my high school and that's what saved me when it came down to graduation time but anyway so they're doing all that and then all the shenanigans more shenanigans happen uh dave and uh chainsaw it seemed more like chainsaw was was an alcoholic because he was always drunk and then when they were taking their driver's test and uh <laughs> this part was funny um when chainsaw was doing it uh he was he, oh what's her name also denise she uh she had to take her driving test as well. And she ended up failing because she, like, crashed, uh, backed up into something. Um, Dave and Chainsaw, when when Chainsaw's turn was to do it, I'm jumping all over the place, everyone. When he had to do it, uh, he was like, oh, my dad's not here, so can I borrow your car? And Mr. Shoup was like, all right, man, I'll let you do it, but you do your test and bring my car back. So Chainsaw's in the car, he's driving, and his instructor's there, and he's driving, talking to him and he puts uh his left, his right arm over uh, like on the back seat of it the uh, car is a convertible nice car i don't know what kind of car it is i don't know cars but he's the instructor goes what are you doing he goes why is your hand there he goes oh i got to keep this hand free for the babes and then he's kind of just laughing around and he gets distracted and, 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 and ends up crashing mr shoop's car and he fails his test so but uh, Denise and no, no, no. The later on, Denise does it again, and she ends up she ends up passing. But so his car is thrashed, and then Fourth of July comes. They have a big party at Shoop's house, and everybody is partying in there, underage drinking, and all of this. And then they end up setting. Uh, they had crazy fireworks. I think it was like, um, I don't know if they were Roman candles or whatever it was, but. Uh, Dave lit one and threw it outside but then uh, Shub's dog brought it back in and uh, I think it was Wonder, Wonder Mutt was the name of it that's what he called his dog he brought uh, that that Roman candle back in and it started blowing up and caught the fire caught the couch on fire so they just uh, put it out with the uh, I think well, Shub came out with a um, fire extinguisher but then uh, the Dave came over with the, the fish tank and and psh- dumped it all over and he was like my fish he had a big old huge tank with one little goldfish in it and ended up killing his goldfish so he was like all right man party's over everyone get out so they're like oh man so they're just worried about all of this and uh what's her name pam courtney thomas uh smith all right different times in the 80s not saying that it was right and it was legal then but um, it was different things they did in in the movies in the eighties. I mean, I, I can do some other movies later. We could talk about these kids are all supposed to be teenagers, all underage. But like I said, we all know they're probably in their twenties when they're doing this. You got underage drinking. He got an alcoholic chainsaws and alcoholic because when he uh, failed his driver and test, his driving test when he cracked crashed uh, Shoop's car, he was like, man come on because you're gonna let this uh mess me up he goes i stayed sober for this because there's there's a scene in it where dave and uh, Chainsaw are on the beach uh pouring uh making screwdrivers put, dumping vodka in orange juice and then the cops bust them and then uh shoot comes riding up and he goes, oh that's uh that's my alcohol uh they were uh just watching it and they were like oh he goes well you know These these guys can get in trouble because they're underage and they shouldn't have it. Basically, you should yeah, you're not supposed to have alcohol, but they're like, oh no no no, I just uh, that's mine. So they're like, yeah, we 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 shouldn't have taken those little baby sips. Uh, We should have just said no. So they kind of take off, but then the cops are like, well, you're under arrest, and like for what? For uh, the delinquent of uh, alcohol for minors. So he ends up going to jail (laughs) and everything. So. I mean, a lot of stuff was happening to him while he was just trying to help these kids. Um, so um, he kind of just Shoop was just kind of getting fed up the, with the way they were um treating him with all this stuff. He was a pretty cool guy about it all because when he goes to the class classroom, he's like, "Man, all right, you guys, we really need to." Or he was gonna um give them give them a practice test, and they're like, "What?" He goes, "What?" And and make them uh, stay up, stay late, so they can practice or study some more. And they're like, "What? What do you mean?" He goes, "We gotta stay after school, and we gotta take practice tests." They're all they're all bitching and complaining. And he goes, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Well, you should you got you should give us more uh, incentive." And everyone's like, "Yeah, we, we want this, and we want that." And he's like, "You little he didn't say asshole. You little assholes." He goes, "All the stuff I've done." He goes, "I was a tackling dummy. My car was wrecked. My..." couch was on fire uh he goes i got arrested and he was just yelling at all of them and he goes you guys murdered my fish and He goes, i've been doing everything for you guys and all i'm asking for you guys is just pull up do a little more effort in this and they, he just like you know what fuck it he doesn't say he doesn't say that but he, basically that's what he's saying he's like you know what f this i'm out and he goes you guys want to be illiterate go ahead he goes, I'm going to go to Hawaii and be tan. And he just kind of just leaves. And then Kirstie is like, where are you going? He goes, they don't want to learn because I'm out of here. So they're like, Uh, so he basically just walked off the job. I'm sure he went to the office and said he quit because uh, the vice principal comes in. And he goes, well, Mr. Shoop just left. So uh, when I'm, an, I'm your teacher today. So they're like, oh, and everything. So they tried to do some more shenanigans with him but He goes if you guys pull your shit tomorrow, and he goes, there'll be hell to pay, so they're like he goes well, he goes, you pull any of your lunatic stuff tomorrow there's there's gonna be hell to pay, so they're like, okay, so the next day with this scene was awesome <laughs> um shoot or um the gills comes walking in he's got um uh, another substitute teacher. She, I don't know the actor's name. She's been in a ton of things as well. If you see her, you've seen her in a bunch of other things. But anyway, he's like, Oh, yeah, this is a class and everything. So she he you can walk in. And he goes, Yeah, they're kind of little misfits, so just they'll be all right. And she walks in there, and everybody is just is like a crime scene in there. Uh <laughs> Like I said, Dave and those guys are um, special effects artists, so they they just did all kinds of shit. <laughs> it was hella funny. They uh, Anna Maria, she's uh, she's like hanging in the background uh, against the door. Well, no, before they um, before they go in the classroom, Denise comes running out and telling like, "Ah, oh, don't go in there. It's terrible." And they're all like, what? Because she's got blood all over her. And she's like, no, don't go in there. So when they go in there, and this this is the vice principal and the substitute teacher. We see Anna Marie hanging there. We see Pam with her throat cut. And then we see, um, it was uh, the pregnant girl. She's got uh, a ruler jammed in her mouth and her throat slit. We see uh, the football player guy. He's laying on the the uh, the desk, his hands cut off, and just his other crawling hand is pulling his tongue out, and <laughs> the the dude uh, Larry that's in the cot, he's laying there pulling his guts out out of his like he's cut in half, and he's got guts and his eyeballs hanging out with a pencil stuck in it. All right, for PG 13, this was probably pushing the limit, especially in in the 80s. Now I don't think this scene would fly because this these are good effects. I mean, this is what we see in rated R slasher horror films or whatever. I don't think, yeah, that, again, the, the ratings board was different at <laughs> different times uh, in the 80s. Uh, Eker comes falling out of the closet with a circular saw blade stuck in his head, and then Dave and uh, Chainsaw come running in with the lab coat, white lab coats all bloody, and they got chainsaws going full full blast, and there's then chainsaws doing the leatherface dance, <laughs> and then everyone's just kind of laughing around and smiling. And the teacher's just like, Ugh, "I don't think I'm ready for high school, so uh, I'm out of here." <laughs> so, but this scene was awesome. I mean, for the special effects that they did in this in this scene, as well as when they are at the petting zoo when they're pulling the the bunnies off their faces. <laughs> Um, like I said, man, and rated R films. These effects would, they were awesome in a PG 13 movie and then a, a teen comedy. But I don't, I don't, my, my opinion, I could be wrong. I doubt they would show this type of stuff in a PG 13 movie now. Cause, um, I think in PG 13, you can only say one F bomb and they did say one, uh, one F bomb in this movie. Oh, I think if you say more than one, I think that's when it goes into to R. But I don't know, because um no, he said it more than in, in Breakfast Club. then I mean, you guys have seen that film when uh, John Bender, he said the airport a bunch of times. So that's probably why it was rated R, because they never really showed anything in it. But this scene was just super bloody and gory and awesome, but still just made a PG-13. So... They basically did this to the vice principal saying, look, we want we want shoot back or if you don't, we're going to continue to be stupid and do more stuff like this. So they're like, he's like, yeah, all right. So he agreed. So all of them go back. They go to Mr. Shoop, and he's just chilling out at home and they tell him, they're like, look, well, we want you back. We got your job back. So come back to work and we promise we're going to we're going to. Start studying and listening and everything. So he's like, all right, cool. So he goes back to school and uh, and then everything um, starts to go there. The montage of them all learning, all studying and everything. And then it gets to the big day of them doing uh, the big test. So uh, the principal gets like security so nobody cheats. So they're all in there doing the test. That, the, the beginning of the test scene was funny because Chainsaw's like, all right, because they're about to start. And he goes, wait a minute. Ah! he starts screaming and they're like, what? And he goes, It's just to ease the tension. All right, I'm ready. So then the test starts and everybody's uh doing their test. And then it gets down to the end. Oh, when they started doing the test, um the the big uh black gentleman, he comes walking in and they're like, Who are you? And he goes, wait a minute. He goes, I remember you. And he goes, you went to the bathroom like six weeks ago. And he goes, my zipper got stuck. And I went, okay. So they all sit down and and do the test. And then so when they get the results, um, they're saying that they weren't they weren't good enough. I, I guess you were supposed to get so so much um, whatever the, the the limit or whatever it was. You're supposed to get this and none of them or most of them didn't pass it. A few of them did like a handful of them did. Um. Oh, uh, while this was a while that test was going on, uh, Shawnee Smith, her character, uh, Rhonda, like I said, she was pregnant. She uh, went into labor, so she finished her test. But um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think she did finish it because she had to go to the hospital uh, to have the baby, and which she ended up. Um, putting the baby up for adoption. Cause she said she was too young and she doesn't think she could uh, raise it. So, anyway, so um, yeah, when they do, when they're doing, when uh, Shoop is in the principal's office and uh, the vice principal Gills is just basically here. Here's his uh his letter of termination. Uh, just sign the print He just wants the principal to sign it so Shoop can get fired. And Shoop is just like uh. Um. Oh, when um, the, the what's her name? Christy Alley's character, Miss Bishop. Like I said, she, she was dating uh, the vice principal. She finds out that the vice principal is an asshole because he was talking shit to Shoop. And she's just like, you know what? And she didn't want nothing to do with him anymore. So he's all bummed. And that whole time that they were kind of seeing each other, Shoop was still throwing his Mac down, but she wasn't having it. But you could clearly see that she was not really... Uh, feeling uh, vice principal gills so but anyway so he said when they're in the principal's office at the end he's like you know what before i sign this um some people want to come in and uh say uh some words on shoop's behalf and it was like all the students and their parents and they basically all said that um we're proud of our students because before they could probably give two shits about school but they he goes, they were like, yeah, we see them. We've seen them studying and everything, and especially Chainsaw's dad. He's like, when, when the missus and I saw him studying, almost brought us to tears. So they were like, all right, cool. So he's like, everything. So, but then that's when uh, the vice principal was saying that, look, none of these guys um, passed. But then Shupa's like, you know what? And he goes, there's more here to what's going on. And he starts reading off all the scores and telling them, that, like, look, um, he reads their initial scores and then reads the the new ones. Because one of them, uh, Larry, he said, his, the, the passing grade was 70. And um, Larry was, I think he got, like, a 63 or something. So, no way, he says, passing is 70. He says, the average score is 63. I'm reading this, everyone. And, the, and he goes, uh, Vice Principal said they failed, and then he goes, "No, he goes, well, not everyone did." He starts reading off uh, the the glasses or the the, the um the grades. Uh, the guy Larry, uh, which I'll get to him in a minute. I just skipped over whole scene. The guy that was always sleeping, uh, he went from an eighteen to a fifty-one. So it was like, oh, all right, Larry, his character. What the hell's his name? Ken. Oland, Olan did I don't know how to say his name. Anyway, we find out why why Larry's always sleepy is because he is a stripper at a uh, women's club. And we, this is all right. This scene was with I <laughs> oh Mr. Shoop was uh, still trying to get uh, Kirstie Alley, but she kept saying no. And then he's next thing you know, he's like I'm just going to go find some other girl. That's the scene before, then the next scene, we're in the strip club. So I'm like, was he that hard up to go to a strip club, a women's or a men's strip club to try to pick up another girl? I don't know. There was no really no explanation on why he was at the strip club. But when he's in there, he's like talking to these older ladies. And then uh, we see a guy dancing out on, on there. Well, there's a bunch of guys in there dancing. And we, you could clearly see that it's Larry, but he's got like a Lone Ranger mask on or something. And ladies are all, yeah, hooting and hollering, stuffing in money in his G-string. Again, he's supposed to be a teenager. Different times in the 80s. I mean, you could just watch this movie and enjoy it. But if you sit there and try to analyze all the stuff that's going on in it, it's like, wow. Uh, again, underage drinking. Uh, they were trying to sexualize a teen girl uh um, what's her name a lot of vagina what the hell was her name oh anna maria that's all i see her as uh there was a scene where she was down and they went to the beach and she was in a bikini she was about to take her top off but didn't and <laughs> um larry being a stripper and all that uh he ended up um getting caught and he said he goes because uh when they were turning in homework uh larry was like hey don't you want my homework and then he goes hey larry you're awake he goes yeah and he's like, what happened? He goes, oh, I got fired. And he's like, well, I didn't say anything. Because in the scene, this is when Shoop finds out that Larry's a stripper. Because he's like, hey, I know him. Then he kind of chases him. And he's like, uh, what are you doing here? And he goes, this, this is this is what I do. And he's like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah. This, he goes, I, need, I needed money. So he, he was out there stripping. Basically, lied to them and said he was of age. So that's why he's he a good guy. And he was good looking kid and he was in shape and he was all greased up out there dancing and some lady comes up and ah, gives him her business card and sticks it in his in his spankies and they don't show up but you see what, what she's doing. And uh then when when uh, Shoop sees him in class and he's awake um he was like yeah he goes I got I got fired because they found out how old I was and Shoop was like I didn't say anything and he's like well he goes my mom came in and uh, she uh, found out because I guess she uh, tore his mask off and saw that it was him. And she flipped out. And he goes, but before that happened, he goes, my aunt kissed me with tongue. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, when my mom flipped out, saw me, she put she made me wear her coat. And then he got fired. So. Alright, you got again, the underage drinkers, you got underage strippers, you got uh, sexy girls from foreign countries trying to take her top off, and Pam, uh, Courtney Throne-Smith, her character, she was 16, not, I mean, that her character was 16 in this, oh my it's, it's funny only because we all know that she's probably in her 20s when she filmed this, but... In this, she had her little crush on uh, Mr. Shoop, and when they were doing the, uh, the the wishes, she goes, "I'll tell Mr. Shoop when the time is right." And they all saw that she was kind of eyeing uh, Mr. Shoop. So, when they had that party, when they burned up his um, his couch, uh, Shoop was in the other room, just letting chaos go on in his house with all the underage drinking. Uh, and everything. So he was sitting, laying in his bed in his room, and then Pam comes in there and then starts uh, flirting around with him. Basically, well, what do you what are you gonna do? You got uh, you're in here uh, alone with one of your students. What are you gonna do? And he's like, uh, uh, in his mind, because I ain't doing shit. And basically, do you like? Uh, have you ever done this before with one of your students? And he's like, um you know what, let's go. I think it's time to go back in the other room and, uh, and and party some more. And I was like, so she was basically just throwing herself at him. And she ended up uh, staying with him for a few days. Because um, that was her wish to, because she, I don't know, I, guess, I don't know where her parents were. She was living with like, her uncle or something. So she was saying there was um, no room at her uncle's house or wherever. So can i stay here until i find some place to live and he was kind of like uh he should have just flat out said no but he didn't so he was like oh well okay so she just tried to stay there and she tried to play the the house thing by cooking for him and cleaning and washing his clothes um miss uh robin kirstie alley robin she showed up as because she was going to help shoot um the with the lessing plan and uh, Pam kind of got all jealous and goes, look, if, uh, you were going to invite people here, you should have told me and I could have made more. And then she's like, Oh, I was just kind of dropping something off. We can, we can do this another time. So she kind of just looked at Shoop sideways and he ran after her, Like, wait, what did, why are you mad? And he goes, look, it's none of my business, but whatever you, whatever's going on here. He's like, nothing's going on. She just needed a place to stay. And you're like, how long have you been here? I don't know. A few days. And she goes, well, whatever you do, whatever's going on, you can you're just going to ruin this girl's life because she, she, she sees it. And he saw it, too. He shouldn't have let it get that far. He should have said no right out the gate. But I don't know. So she was she was all mad and he kind of went back in the house that, look, you this is cool. We can have dinner, but I think you need to find somewhere else to live. So she got all mad and just packed up her stuff and left. And then like the next day at school. Uh he was asking for homework and then she looked at him and she goes, You really ask me for homework after what you did to me? He didn't do anything. He just shouldn't have done let her stay there. I don't know what the rules are with uh your teachers and your students, but I'm sure it's that's a no no, <laughs> but <laughs> so but she yeah, later on in the film she kind of got over him. But anyway, back to the end of the film. Uh, different again different times in the 80s everyone i mean don't let me get into porkies and last american virgin which those guys are supposed to be high school kids and all hell was breaking loose in those <laughs> but anyway uh even uh some of these uh summertime slasher films i won't get into those either <laughs> but anyway um if you really pay attention to what's going on especially these movies in the 80s and even some of these movies now Uh, It's like, wow, especially in the 80s. They let a lot slide, especially with this one. Like I said, with all the blood and gore, this was definitely should have been rated R, but it was PG-13. But anyway, so while Shoop is going around and the vice principal is like, look, man, he none of these, not all these kids. His job was supposed to let all these kids pass. But then Shoop's like, you know what? This is more. This is more than just about grades and a test. Like, he starts reading off everybody's test scores, saying that, look, these guys had super low scores when they took these tests, but now look at them. They've improved. And he goes like, so that's that's cool. I mean, Larry, not Larry. Uh, Larry, he, he ended up passing. Pam, she passed it. Uh, Dave, he passed. Uh, the guy that was in the bathroom for six weeks, he, ended, he had the highest score. He had like a 90-something. Uh, I think Pam had the uh, second highest score. Uh, Eaker, he ended up passing uh anna maria just didn't take it um and who else there was was a bunch of other guys there was other kids in the class that just didn't were there you saw them through the whole movie but they didn't really have that much uh to say uh what's her name she got to take her test again because she uh, had to go uh, have her baby and everything but chainsaw he didn't make it but they were saying they're like look you see these scores man they were like super low but now they're like uh, almost to the passing point. And he's like, you know what? That's that's real improvement that these guys did. And then even the principal's like, you know what? And he goes, yeah. He goes, this this is teaching. He goes, he took these kids and they had super low scores and now look where they were. And he's like, you know, in my eyes, that's good teaching. So he goes, you know what? I'm going to grant your tenure and we're going to live happily ever after. Because that was pretty much uh, the end of your movie right there. So, uh, so again some of them passed some of them didn't but hey man they they did learn other than having a good time all summer partying going to amusement parks and everything and everything but they still uh, they learned they, they that was the 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 main thing the main thing for them was to improve um like even the ones the ones that didn't pass they they improved their scores cuz i think Chantel had like a 5 or something and he got all the way up to like a 50 or whatever I don't, I don't remember exactly but it was something uh high like that so they were like oh yeah cool uh earlier in the film um wonder Mutt had this little uh doll head they called uh bob that he would like fetch and he ended up losing it in the ocean and we see um shoop and uh Robin walking along the beach and then she finally kind of gave in to them. So we see uh wonder mud. He's kind of hanging out, looking out of the ocean. He sees Bob come coming in on the waves. He runs up and grabs him, And then Shoop and Robin end up. Uh, well, um, Shoop was putting lip, uh, not lipstick, a chapstick on. And she was like, can I have some of that? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he's like going to give her some. And she goes, no, she ends up uh, pushing it away and then they end up making out. So she wanted some off of his lips. And while they're, they fall to the beach and the waves come crashing in and everything and then here comes Wonder Mutt. Uh while they're kissing, he kinda leans in and starts licking them. I mean, to each his own with your with your animals and everything. I don't let I didn't let my dogs lick me or anything. They might lick my hands or my toes or something, but I, I don't like it. I don't I push 'em away when they do that. But no, I mean some people I see there's a lot of crazy videos out there where people just let them their animals or whatever, lick their faces. I did not That ain't me. If you do it, hey, that's you. Anyway, the scene's funny. He's licking, licking between them and you can see Kirstie Alley just like has her eyes closed and everything and then Mark Harmon just kind of pulls, grabs the dog's uh, snout and just kisses it and saying, that's your movie. But, Summer School, awesome film. I don't know how much the budget was but it did box office uh, it made thirty five point seven million in the theater. Again, I didn't see this till it hit. Uh, um, oh excuse me, I didn't didn't see it until it hit uh, cable. But I said, uh, it might be on Paramount Plus if you have it. I don't know. This is a Paramount release, but it did. Um, sounds like it looks like it did do good in in the theater. But uh, awesome film, I love it. Uh, I've seen it a bunch of times. Um. Let me see if there's any trivia worth reading on uh, Latin. all the same schools used and same schools using karate Kid. I just watched karate Kid this morning um no, nothing really uh, standing out to me in this Doo-doo-doo. movie mobile corners were yeah there's nothing really i guess i should have read all these and picked something in it but anyway summer school uh awesome film i love it it's hilarious look over some of the things that that i, I brought up in it but i mean they they put it in a movie but it is i guess it's right here it says you can watch it on amc plus if you have that but yeah, I mean, in the in the movies, especially in the eighties, I mean, like some of the movies that I that I had mentioned, they they let a lot go on in, in those. I mean, Porky's, oh, like like yeah, again, they're supposed to be high school kids, and they're running around naked trying to bang hookers at Porky's <laughs> at a brothel, and it just crazy <laughs> of oh, oh, what's up with these movies I mean that's if you just sit there and try to analyze the films like that but summer School, awesome film again PG-13 came out in 1987 and it's hour and 37 minutes and I love this movie it's hilarious of course I had to do it it's got summer in the title but anyway that's going to be it this episode got a few more episodes for you uh, with our summer series so just come back for more so until then be safe out there do your homework and party on